You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one. Arm drag. Listening to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. Each week, we set out to write both Raw and SmackDown. Every single week, we've been doing it for I think almost two years. I got to look at the date because we're actually probably coming up on two years now. I think about it, Mikey. Um, but, yeah, in a couple months. Uh, well, we're coming up on that one. We've been doing it for a long time, and we are so excited to continue doing it today for you the audience listening at home. I am your host, Ryan Nancy. With me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man, Freddie. Mikey, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm excited to book this card. Uh, the, the, come, the comeback show from Backlash. The, com- the return home comeback extravaganza. The, the return home come... Come back last show. Come back. I don't like that. Actually, you know what? There's something about, <laughs> There's something about that I'm not enjoying. I don't know. I don't want to put my finger on it. Uh, but I don't like it. Uh, yeah, we're back. We're back. At it. We came out. We did a backlash pay per view special last Sunday. If you haven't heard it, highly recommend it. Or if you want to just do a quick read, of course, you can head on over to HTB Pod to get that read on. Um, get that rundown. Um, but yeah, big pay per view. So uh, uh, I loved it. I had a lot of fun doing it, like always, Mikey. Uh, I'm surprised by some of the results, um, especially coming out of it. But uh, I'm even oh, more yeah. excited. You know, we got extreme rules coming down the line to get start prepping ourselves for the next pay per view because the train never stops going, oh, yeah. baby. Next stop, extreme rules. Extreme rules. <laughs> you can't forget the rules. If you forget the rules, then it's Jeff Hardy. Because <laughs> then it's just extreme. Uh, yeah, so thank extreme you, everybody. Extreme rules, baby. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, whether or not you're a new listener or an old listener, of course, we are very thankful for you either checking us out or staying with us for this long haul. We greatly appreciate every single one of you. Uh, and ignore my classic Ryan Seacrest voice when I say that. I do mean that with all the sincerity <laughs> in my heart. I've been told, Mikey, I've been told... Uh, yes, I'm, we love you, listeners. Thank you for subscribing. Oh, God, Mikey's doing a bit. Do, Mikey can't do the same bit. Because then people actually think <laughs> we're being insincere. No, we're being genuine. I, I have a problem, I've realized, that I'm like, and I'm trying to break it actively, uh, of, like, someone's told me that I, like, I put on a sort of, like, Ryan Seacrest host voice. And I'm really trying hard to break it and be like the casual cool guy that you know I am. I mean, you're both Ryans. You're both hosts of a show. Uh-huh. And these, so the comparison is there. Are these our only two similarities or you got more? You're both tall? Mm, Ryan Seacrest, known for being short. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. It's Ryan Se- I don't know Ryan Seacrest enough. <laughs> Do you know who Ryan Seacrest is? Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan Seacrest. I don't know you personally, bud. Ryan Seacrest, 5'7". Ryan Knightsey, 6'5". Interesting. So Ryan Seacrest is closer to my height than yours, which is interesting. Exactly, exactly. Ryan Seacrest is a shorty shorty man. That's all I got. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you calling me short? Yes, you are compared to me. Compared to me, yes. I'm 6'5". I'm ginormous. Ouch! Yeah, what do you mean? Ouch! Is, that, that's that, that, what do you mean? That's a fact. <laughs> These are all facts. I'm going to defend my height. Anyway, I'm going to defend my height to my last dying breath. Um, I think it's about time to move on. No, never. I'm I'm the host here. I say what goes. 
I say when we move on. And you know what? Un- un- it's unrelated. Oh, no, this is, become- this is becoming a monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I have 100% control. I am. I. This is my. This is my show now. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> I've lost. I've lost the the energy of the bit. But yeah, uh, let's move on to the show. Like we said at the top of the show, uh, every single week, this sort of flagship show of ours uh, hit the books. We uh, set out to write every single episode of both Raw and SmackDown. That includes the matches, match results, the storylines that go within all that, the promos, everything else. Uh, and we sort of write the cards separately and present them to each other on this show, uh, in which case then you, the listener, can go onto our Twitter at HitTheBooksPod and vote on which card you liked more. Pretty simple, uh, right? Uh, it's kind of like a GM mode, kind of like... It's like a GM mode, but it's also kind of like just everyday WWE. Like, it's just like we're doing. We're the bookers. So, you know, we're not the boogers, the bookers. Um... <laughs> for Raw and SmackDown. Mikey, SmackDown. I'm glad you made that clarification. Yeah, I don't want to be making confused for anyone, but uh, we're not boogers, to my knowledge. <laughs> Mikey, are you a booger? You have to tell me. If you, if I, Oh, is there a zipper on your neck right now? <laughs> Do I see a zipper? If, yeah, right? It's like, oh no, you caught me. I am a booger. <laughs> oh no, I'm Osmosis Jones. <sighs> Man, so good. Anyways, am I going on Tangent City? Probably. Let's start the goddamn show. Mikey, last week, uh, we, you know, obviously we did the pay-per-view, but the pay-per-view, uh, you can't really, we weren't, we weren't really doing votes from the audience on the pay-per-view since it can't, it's, you know, the mixed show. We can't do it. But last week, we had its own separate card. Uh, episode 9 was last week, and the audience voted, and boy, howdy, am I upset because it's 83% SmackDown wins versus Raw's 17. Whoa. The fans were feeling Friday night this week. Yes, they were, and I am upset about it. Uh, that does mean the official tally of Raw vs. SmackDown becomes 4-4-1 four to four to one, since we got a tie in one week. Oh, man. It's, it's, all, it's like, really tied up. Really tied up, baby. Uh, yeah, uh, it's extremely tied up, and I really need to get the ball rolling here. I think I've sort of been – I need to start I – th- I don't know what my issue is. I'm not sure. I feel like obviously I've been doing something wrong since you've gotten – I think you've gotten three weeks in a row. Well, it, I mean, including the excluding the tie that's three weeks in a row. Uh, with the tie, it's four weeks, I guess. Um, but I need to be doing something, and maybe I've just been stretching some ideas long for too long. I need to move on to actual contenders and move on to actual stuff and get the ball rolling here. So I'm losing. I need to do something desperately. Yeah, dude, I'm, like, on a hot streak right now. I'm I'm flying through these these weeks. I'm, bu- I'm booking uh, awesome card after awesome card after awesome card. Pow, pow, pow. Better watch out. Oh, my God. He's got guns. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mikey, put your pow, pows down. Um, wait. Right, let's start at the goddamn show. I'll I'll open up first since I gotta hit. You're gonna have to hit the randomizer right. on me to uh, ruin my life. Yeah. My show, though, however, Mikey is opening up. Uh, we've been we've been prepping for it. The return. Brock Lenzer and Paul Heyman open up. Burn up. <laughs> uh, uh, they're saying that despite weeks of keeping Paul Paul Heyman saying this of course that despite weeks of keeping my eyes out for potential challengers Heyman says that no one has seemed to separate themselves from the pack I mean if you want to take on my client you need to be tough resilient a dominant bad ass just like my client no one achieved that which is incredibly sad so it appears that not that uh not one person will be able to fight my client, the reigning and defending. Mikey, can you finish up here? Uh, the reigning, defending, undisputed you, uh, WWE champion, Brock Lesnar. And right before Paul Heyman can finish that, uh, AJ Styles comes out. They don't want none. They AJ, AJ Styles says that if anyone has stepped out of the pack, it's the resident pit bull, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. 
I took you to the limit once before, Brock, and I can take you there again. I'm the only ros- I'm the only person on this roster that can stand toe to toe to you and take back my WWE championship. Ooh, big words from AJ. And then comes out Keith Lee. <gasps> Keith Lee comes out and does a stare down to Brock. Uh, you know, literally standing toe to toe to Brock Lesnar. Ooh, that's a big boy. Keith Lee said, "What? What did? What did the thing Brock say in the Royal Rumble? Who's this big motherfucker?" Yeah, who's it? Well, that's a big motherfucker. Um, Keith Lee says that no one in life deserves anything, AJ. But what I did the past couple weeks is proving is is proved dark what... dark take from dark take from Keith Lee. <laughs> no one deserves anything. We're all the worst. Uh, no, he's saying that like he's saying that like no one deserves anything, AJ. You don't deserve to shot. Uh, no one's I did... entitled to anything. No one... I think is what you mean to say. Yeah, maybe that's that's what I meant to say. Yes, and I hope Keith Lee is able <laughs> to say that. Uh, but what I did the past couple weeks is prove what I am capable of. I beat Roman Reigns. I beat Daniel Bryan. I I can beat you, Brock. And if it's a competition you want, Paul, I'm here to give it. Then AJ Styles okay. attacks AJ Styles attacks Keith Lee, knocking him over <gasps> and and stares down no. Brock or stares up Brock. Keith Lee then gets up and pounces Styles, which uh, of course Brock presumably loves. Um, Paul Heyman pulls Brock. Brock and Heyman are just like watching them fight each other. Like, yes. Yeah, Heyman pulls yes, Heyman pulls for us. Heyman pulls back Brock, and then Paul and Brock Lenzer leave. All right. That's the show opener, baby. Big big way to open the show. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, speaking of big ways to open the show, let's open up with our first match, which is Andrade with, of course, Zelina Vega <gasps> taking on Daniel Bryan. Big match. I love it. Yeah, if you remember last week's show, Daniel Bryan and Andrade got a little bit of a heated argument backstage. So we're going to settle out in the ring and settle out they do with Daniel Bryan getting the victory. Wow, big win for Daniel Bryan here, uh, settling that argument from last week. And the, the only way wrestlers know how, fight each other. Of course. What else are you going to do? Have a civil discussion? <laughs> no. Ridiculous. What are we Ridiculous. Big team, we're wrestlers. Exactly. Well, we uh, aren't wrestlers, but you, you get the point. Not yet. Not until we start our own promotion and we book ourselves as wrestlers. <laughs> um, book ourselves up. to win every match, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Jesus. Um, next up is backstage. The backstage segment, Sheamus walks up to John Morrison, demanding to John, asking him when is their match. John, of course, is okay. confused. John, of course, is confused and asks Seamus what he is talking about. Seamus grabs Morrison by the collar and says that you said. Whoa, Whoa, chill, chill, chill. That you said if I help you win at Backlash, you said you were going to give me an intercontinental title match. John Morrison yells, all right, all right, okay, let go. This is this is priceless apparel, Shamey. Morrison tells Seamus that I appreciate. Of course. Morrison tells Seamus that I appreciate you helping me out last Sunday, but, Seamus, technically, I lost the match. You see, you attacked Miz, which made him the winner, so technically you suck at your job. So, uh, see you later. Uh, Morrison turns around to leave, but Seamus instead grabs him and punches him in the face. He beats down Morrison for a little bit until Morrison is able to grab a steel chair and hit Seamus with it, and then able to run away. Whoa, the comeback to the almost like a comeback. He like came back, started winning in the fight, and instead of finishing him off, he was like, "I'm out, I'm out." <laughs> he's a chicken shit heel, John Morrison. He is. <laughs> uh, so he's just sort of like, you know, <laughs> steel chair. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not fighting you. I don't need to. Incredible. I don't want to. Uh, moving on to the next match, which is the team of LLC, Bobby Lashley and Cesaro, of course, with Lana by their side. I've been thinking recently about how Lana is sort of getting, in real life, getting divorced, you know, quote-unquote, with Bobby Lashley, and how MVP is more and more relevant. I've been sort of thinking about, like, should I have MVP? <laughs> should this be MVP now? Are um, you saying? Are you saying? 
that it's time for MVP and Bobby Lashley to get engaged? Uh, I'm not saying it. I'm demanding it. There's <laughs> a huge difference. MVP uh, pushed Lana out because he loves Bobby Lashley more. Of course. It's the Liv Morgan storyline all over again. Um, yeah. Now, that speaking of big... Nowhere. Speaking of big difference, LLC, Lashley, and Cesaro are taking on Lucha House Party. Um, okay. LL- LLC are going to get the win here uh, after the match. LLC motion towards their waist, sort of miming title belts. Interesting. Interesting. Going after the tag champs in the new day, I see. Well, they Thinking got about it. They like, about it. They like money. And what's the uh, best way of money than uh, being a champion and that having champion's some gold? Purse. <laughs> the classic champion's purse. Um, next up, we got a video package that just is showcasing the New Day versus Rollins and Murphy build with uh, Kofi's promo from last week. You remember the one. Uh, mm-hmm. Along with the pay-per-view match highlights and, of course, the New Day winning. Uh, then we go into the next match, which leads directly into the next match, which is the War Raiders taking on the new Raw Tag Team Champions, the New Day, in a non-title match. All right. Uh, new Day here being, I don't know, let's say, let's do Big E and Kofi. So Woods Classic. is sitting out. Uh, Woods is sitting out after the match. Oh, I should say, New, new Day win. <laughs> the New Day win here. Okay, all right. So good on them. After the match, Rollins and Murphy come out. Rollins said that he loved what Kofi said about bringing new blood into Raw last week. Uh, Rollins says, look at Disciple Murphy here. Murphy was just a cruiserweight having great matches over on 205 Live getting zero love and zero praise for his accomplishments. I plucked him out of that obscurity and gave him something more, a platform to showcase his talents in the name of a new Monday Night Raw. You see, Kofi, we are the massive change that Raw desperately needs, not the new day. And our power is only getting bigger. And then suddenly, Dave Mastiff debuts. And attacks the New Day from behind. My boy! The biggest boy! Simply crushing everybody. Mastiff then joins Rollins and Murphy at the entrance ramp. And the three of them leave together. I love the trios action. Trios action, baby. I love love Dave Mastiff making his debut. I love him just destroying the New Day by himself because he's a big lad. Mastiff... Murphy and Rollins. <laughs> Murr. Murr, baby. Uh, no, it's, it's more like Murr. Yeah. You know, first we got next we'll, next we're gonna invite someone on the onto uh the we're gonna get Huh Is there not a single wrestler with that name now that I think about it? I was gonna say we're gonna get a wrestler with the name Frank to join uh this faction so then we'll have frank uh we'll have mer we'll have and then when they win the gold and when they win tag team championship again they'll have the gold so we'll have frank and mer and gold that's some sort of a gift of the magi not give the magic it's some fuck you know cut this (laughs) (laughs) what just happened I think I had a stroke, honestly. <laughs> Are you good? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think rough. I had a stroke. Thank you. It was rough. I don't know about that one. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It was, it was a long shot. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, you know, leave it in. <laughs> leave it in. I want people to know my flaws. Oh, man. Okay, well then, let's keep moving along. Uh, we got, obviously, the huge debut of Dave Mastiff, and he's joining Rollins and Murphy. Next up, we have a backstage interview with Natalia. The interviewer explains, Charlie Caruso explains, that it has been confirmed that next week, Alexa Bliss will defend her Raw Women's Championship against Natalia. Uh, Natalia Whoa. says that it, Natalia says that is great news. She saw online that people were complaining about Alexa not having a single title defense since winning the title at WrestleMania in April. You know, uh, 
Fair complaint. Fair complaint. Uh, and Natalia talked to some people and got the match made. Natalia says that with Becky Lynch leaving, Becky Lynch, I should say, leaving to become a mother, which of Becky course, Lynch. congratulations, Becky. Um, there's a humongous hole left by the man. Uh, Natalia believes that she's the only person really left for that job. So I'm going to take the opportunity and win the Raw Women's Championship and get my momentum back with a huge start. Would you say it's a manhole? No, I wouldn't actually. Why would you say? <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know what you mean. Uh, manhole. I like this though. I like Natalia getting a chance at Alexa Bliss, uh, and I like I like everyone complaining about Alexa Bliss never defending. I think that's funny. Yeah. Everyone's like, why? Why could she just have that? <laughs> she just won it. And then never, she hasn't, I, I was looking at it, she hasn't defended it once since April, in two months. <laughs> and no one's, no one's even been bothering to go after her for it. They've always, they've, everyone's just been like, yeah, all right. <laughs> everyone was like, fight, well, it's like everyone was fighting over the Money in the Bank briefcase. Or the, like the women's, ta- or the women's tag team championships. No one was fighting over the fucking actual singles title. Well, there we go. I'll, I mean, also, yeah, yeah, I mean. it's wild. I mean, behind the scenes, also fucking. I had no, I had nothing, <laughs> nothing. I was gonna have a Becky Lynch Alexa Bliss title match at Money in the Bank, but that obviously fell through, or not fell through. It's gonna be a backlash, and that fell through. So yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay, I got nothing. I got nothing on this one. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I gotta gotta put someone. So I'm gonna do a title match. Natalia, surprisingly, when I did those, when I published those rankings on HTPPod.com. Um, Natalia was in the top 10. Um, uh, let me tell you. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, she was legit. She was like, shoot. We had that. Yeah, I remember a while ago, she had that big push, and I guess she just never fell from it. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't. She She's lost a couple matches, but never, like, she never significantly dropped down. Uh, do you have an update? Of course, you can find these rankings at htppod.com. You know, that's Hit the Books Pod, basically. Uh, Natalia is number seven on the Raw roster. Um, up three from last uh, pay-per-view from Money in the Bank. So Natalia is like still up there. So I was just looking at it being like, you know, let me just do a title shot. I need to do a title shot. Let me just do one. I wanted to do one on TV. Let me just do one. And, you know, Natalia is my best bet here. With uh, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, women's tag team champions. And uh, Carmella, not really anything since she lost to Shayna Baszler that one time. Whoa. So I was like, you know, Natalia hasn't done anything. Let's fucking do Natalia then. Um, okay, let's keep going. Let's keep moving along. Uh, next up, we got a singles match, which is Roman Reigns versus Elias. Whoa. It, big, big, big shot for Elias here. Big shot for your Elias here. I haven't done anything of Elias in forever. It's, like, need... it's like this match is like everything... Elias has everything to gain, and Roman has nothing to lose. <laughs> That's fair. Roman is hoping to get back at his WWE championship, and what better way to start at the bottom? I guess uh, he, yeah, you know, did get that huge, did get that huge win against uh, Bray Wyatt at Backlash. Um, you know, he's got to find ways to get back to the WWE championship. You know, how is he going to get going to get Brock over there? Uh, and so, he, so Roman, I should say, Roman does win this match. Um, but it looks like it's not over because after the match, the fiend attacks Roman. Whoa, I mean, whoa. fair, but whoa, <laughs> the fiend actually making his appearance uh, here since Money in the Bank, Correct. I think, right? He's angry. I've well, I've teased, I've teased this already. Don't forget, He's don't forget angry. that promo you have last week. He's finally, He's finally here. here. I teased it last week in a promo last week. He's finally here. You made it. Roman has made. And, I, and I've also, in a, in a way, I've also teased where I'm going. So good luck figuring it out, folks. Tweet it. Tweet it. Tweet at me. <laughs> what then? It's almost like it's almost like we don't know what the next <laughs> extreme rules. Oh no, Mikey! I've teased <laughs> it hard, and it I, it's going to take serious sleuths. To uh, figure out what my tease is leading towards. Serious hard. Do you have any idea what I'm leading to? Could it possibly be an extreme rules match between the Fiend and Roman Reigns? It might be a match between the two, but it's not an extreme rules match. Interesting. Interesting. 
think harder. Think back to those promos. Speaking of, I'll let you sit sit on that one, Mikey. Speaking of, is it a Firefly Funhouse? <laughs> no, <laughs> get that shit out of here. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of uh, expert sleuths, we're having what I call the R Truth Detective segment. Um, in finding the yes, R Truth. Uh, R Truth. This is. Our truth find our truth finding the hard. Our truth finding the hard truth. There we go. Uh, our this this segment I will say it's shot cinematically. Our truth is wearing a fedora and an overcoat, uh, and it's shot in black and white. Uh, so there we go. Our truth. He's backstage or in some room. He's connecting strings to a cork board like all detectives do. Uh, he's got pictures of obviously the four guys from the security tape that Roman had. He's got a picture of Alistair Black. He's got a picture of just the word truth on it, um, along with other nonsense. You know, very uh, fashion police-esque. Uh, not too over the t- well, not yeah. too over the top like that, but, you know, things nonsensical. Does he have a picture of, like, Roman connected to a picture of what Roman was eating? Catering. Yes, Catering. yes, he does. Yes, he does. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's, like, it's like a picture of a bagel or something. Um uh, R-Truth yeah. doesn't talk. Instead, we hear R-Truth's inner thoughts, uh, you know, like a sort of like a no, uh, noir movie kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, since that's what I'm replicating here, R-Truth's inner thoughts are heard, and they're saying, hmm, it would appear that these four men attacked Aleister Black uh, was, was probably a targeted attack. Either they wanted to take out Al or someone else did. But if it's not Roman, as R-Truth holds up a picture of Roman and throws away, who was it? Was it Seamus all along? R-Truth then pulls out a magnifying glass and looks and looks closely at the picture of the van that was in that security footage. Um, uh, he then he like notices something, like pops away from the magnifying glass, and then goes like, zoom and enhance. And he pulls out a larger magnifying glass, uh, and he looks over. <laughs> And he and he our truth is so fucking absurd. Our truth is looking at the the rear view mirror on the van, and uh, you know you know classic style you know that's hanging off the rear view mirror mirror is like a uh, almost like a rosary like a charm of like of a cross. Truth looks at a picture of Seamus. Interesting. Looks at a picture of Seamus wearing the Celtic cross. It's not the same. It's hard. I mean, it's obviously hard to tell, but it's probably not the same thing. But he puts the two and two together and says and thinks, Eureka, I've caught him red-handed. And then he leaves. More like red-haired. Yeah! Bam, bam, bam. Yeah! He puts on glasses. <laughs> oh, my God. I, was, I thought about doing that. I thought about doing that, and then but then changing it. But I was like, I want to stay in the noir. I want to stay in the noir realm. <laughs> I legit, I legit thought about switching it every week like that, but I was like, you know what? I'm staying noir style. I kind of like that. I kind of like the noir. I kind of like the idea of it going like noir style to like Magnum PI style. Like, yeah, I th- really thought of it, and then NCIS and all this stuff. But I'm committing to the yeah. the noir. I'm committing to dun, the noir dun. for the payoff. <laughs> like every time Truth makes a discovery, it's like dun 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 bum bum bum. Yeah, I, I thought I legit I thought about this all. Um, but I, 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 you know, I'm thinking about it. It's, I think, I think I got it. I think I figured it all out. I think I'm sticking with it. I think the name of the segment, now that I'm thinking about it, should be just hard truth, but the R is capitalized. So just like, R or like it's, or like hard is red. Truth is blue, but the R and hard is also blue. Yeah. 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 Hard truths with R. Hard truths with R truth. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> there we go, baby. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, and that's it, and that's that segment. <laughs> Mikey, thoughts on that segment? I thought you were gonna say that's the show, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> bold way to end it." <laughs> no, uh, thoughts on that segment before we get into the actual main event, or you just want to get me to get into the main event? Oh, it was it was great. I always love an R three segment. I like the zoom in and hands. He just pulls out a bigger magnifying glass. Well, <laughs> just like the absurdity of that is very strong. What I'm trying to do with this character is like have him be still comical. But also, like, trying to be serious. <laughs> like, he's, like, like, trying to be serious. But he's still, like, an idiot and comical about it. So it's just, like, perfect. Yeah. Um, we're, like, it was, like, Fashion Police was sort of just comical here because I'm trying to stick with the noir theme. I want him to be, like, slightly serious about it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 
instead of like smoking a cigarette, he has like a lollipop. <laughs> the candy cigarette. Just stealing from the <laughs> community bit. Uh, but let's finish out the show with the main event, which is, of course, the genetic goddesses, your Raw Women's Champion, uh, Alexa Bliss, with former, I guess, former Miss Money in the Bank, Nia Jax, taking on, taking on the new Women's Tag Team Champions, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. All right. Nice match. Nice, very, very nice match. And the winners of this match are, interesting enough, Mikey, the genetic goddesses. <gasps> what? Yes. Against the new ta- the new women's tag team champions? Exactly. Exactly. Of course, Sh- wow. Shayna Baszler was, of course, watching this match from the backstage. But, uh, you know, Janet Goss get the win, so pff, no cashing. Dang. And that's the show. <laughs> and that's Raw, baby. What a big a big win for the genetic goddesses to finish it off over the raw tag over the over the women's tag team champions. Yeah, well, it's like I was thinking like Alexa Bliss is having a title match next week, so she should probably get the win. But I also like the idea of them weeding Liv Morgan and Rhea, Rhea Ripley for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Interesting. Who knows? Maybe there's ideas. I don't know. Interesting about their first match after becoming champions, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley lose. That's true. Maybe I shouldn't have them, had them lost, but whatever. I it's happened um it's happened folks get used to no, it. no it's fine it's definitely it's 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 interesting it's not what i would have expected but it's interesting yes i don't know maybe i'm leaning something get off my back ladies uh oh, whoa oh, i said ladies uh mikey uh, that was my monday night raw and as per custom i was the first person uh i was also the loser um what you have to hit the randomizer on me um yes i do the randomizer of course we have a giant list of things on our Google sheet here that would just randomize some sort of thing, sort of the things that could happen in real life, you know, injuries, uh, sort of controversial moments, th- network notes, um, you know, different aspects of all those things. Um, so we sort of do all that so we can try to make it as real. Like we are the actual bookers of Raw and SmackDown. Um, so Mikey hit me. What's happening this week? All right. So what's happening this week, Ryan, is that you got double booked. I got to hit the randomizer twice, baby. Oh, no. Oh, well, I guess that's a good comeback from the pay-per-view. Um, since I, oh, well, yeah. I think I did, I steal your thing or something? Yes, at the pay-per-view you stole my spin and I got hit twice. So now it's revenge. God dang. All right, Ryan. So for my first randomizer spin on you, I got another pickums. I got to change the result of one of your matches. Whoa, no, okay. Well then, a, a pick'em. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Yeah, look, so to the... Who... What match do I want to change this week? So, of course, the matches this week were Daniel Bryan versus Andrade with Bryan getting the win, LLC versus Lucha House Party with LLC getting the win, New Day versus the War Raiders with New Day getting the win, Roman Reigns versus Elias with Roman Reigns getting the win, and Genetic Goddesses versus Morgan Ripley, uh, Genetic Goddesses getting the win. All right, so I'm between two here. Okay, what are you between? I'm between your your first match and your main event. Okay. Okay, that's good. I'm okay. I I think I'm gonna go with the first match and have Andrade win. Have Andrade win? Why is that? I think it's more interesting. I think Daniel Bryan has been pretty uh, pretty dominant in the past few weeks, except for his loss to Keith Lee. Uh, but otherwise, and I think I think it's just a big win for Andrade that he needs. Okay, I get that. I love how generous you are about this. I, you're such a nice person that you're like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna make it, make it, make it have more. Listen, sense. we all listen. I know you. We both, we both work hard on these cards. I don't want to completely blow, it, make it blow up in your face. You don't want Lucha House Party to win. I did, but <laughs> that would have ruined me. Probably, I'd be like, shit, I had nothing. <laughs> oh man. Okay, no, I appreciate that. Right, I appreciate uh, it, Mikey. Andrade gets the win over Brian. I'm doing. Uh, that doesn't, that doesn't, on the surface right now, I don't think it will affect me too much. You know, I have ideas of where it's going, but I really just have the beginning and the end. So maybe with this new beginning, I can still find a way to get to the end. Yeah, I think, I think you might, I think, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, it was the first. So Ryan, for your second, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that like, this is the first match in their feud. So I got time. Could be worst. So free. So for your second ma- your second randomizer hit, you got add a segment. Someone once shortened their match length, and now you have to add a segment to make up for the time. Fuck. 
Are you serious? Okay. Um, sure. All right. So how about while you think of that, I'll start throw. I'll start presenting my SmackDown card for this week. Please. Uh, All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So this week, SmackDown opens up with our new SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. She comes to the ring and says, I can't believe after all this time I'm finally SmackDown Women's Champion again. I overcame some of the fiercest competition SmackDown has to offer, and I know that most, if not all of them, are going to want a shot at me. And to that I say, bring it on. And then Bailey begins to leave, and as she's walking up the ramp, a fan jumps from the crowd and beats her up. Oh, a fan? What are they the doing? Fan rip, the, fan rip, the fan rips off their hood and is revealed to be Asuka. Revealed to be Chris Jericho. What? <laughs> you all know Chris Jericho loves his hood pull downs or mask rip offs. <laughs> she beats up Bailey and heads to the back. So Asuka jumping Bailey right after her promo from the crowd. Maybe it looks like Asuka's not quite not quite over her uh, loss at Backlash quite yet. Okay. Okay. Match number one. We have. Humberto Carrillo versus Drake Maverick, oh. in which Drake Maverick picks up the victory, but afterwards Carrillo attacks Maverick and beats him down. So another beatdown. This is this is uh, part of the gimmick change I had I, I got rolled on last week. Oh shit! Oh, not last week or this Sunday, I guess at the pay per view. I think it was last week actually. Yeah, at the pay per view. Uh, you rolled gimmick change on me, so I had to switch somebody's gimmick. And the gimmick change is going to be Humberto Carrillo going from uh, face to a heel, and then the gimmick I gotta still work on. <laughs> you, but I know he's 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 changing alignment. He's changed alignment. You just have to explain the reason. He's not. He's not happy. He's not happy. Smiley Humberto Carrillo anymore. Big dimples. He is uh, a little more sinister, and he is angry at something. Oh, he's angry about something. Is it a One Nation uh, additional member? Ooh, maybe, maybe. maybe. It seems like a good addition. <laughs> Either Mikey, 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 you can use that one. <laughs> that one's free. Speaking, speaking of One Nation, the next segment is a backstage interview with the new tag team champions, One Nation. <laughs> well, there we go. Me and Tazawa, me and Tazawa knew that this was going to be the outcome from the start. We are the most dominant tag team in WWE right now. We can't be stopped by anyone, especially not those dolts from Heavy Machinery. Bo- Street not, Profits not, sorry, interrupt not, the interview. Sorry, not dolts. It's bolts. They're Heavy Machinery, so it should be bolts. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Street Profits interrupt the interview, and Ford says, Now, I know you didn't just talk about Heavy Machinery that way, especially after their championship reign. However, I'm going to ignore that for now because you said no one can stop you. You haven't even faced us yet. So I say if you want the smoke, come get some later tonight. Cruz nods and says, challenge accepted. One Nation, head out. Wow. Okay. I like which, it. Which leads to the announcement of our main event tonight, One Nation versus the Street Profits. Ooh. In a non-title Okay, match. non-title match. I was just about to ask. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Street. They they've had history. They've had history. Mm-hmm. I like it. They've had history, but they've never uh, going back in my uh, going back in my notes here. They've never actually had an official match yet. Really? Mm-hmm. Did they have a? Did they have a? Did they have a match back in the old days? Back before we were before we split it up. Since since we split it up, they haven't had a match. Okay, I'm gonna, to, against each other. I will double check then on the uh, before times for you. Okay. While you do that, I'm going to move on. Of course. To match number two, Charlotte Flair versus Candice LeRae, in which Charlotte Flair picks up the victory. A classic. Just a good match. Just a good match. Put on the SmackDown card. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair gets the victory, remaining dominant. Obviously, the queen. Uh, Maybe working her way up to Bailey after Oscar gets her hands on her. I guess. Yeah, I, I like how Next. You, you do this thing, Mikey, where you do kind of have, uh, like just like a, just a match. It's kind of like it's kind of like AEW Dark in the sense where it's just like it's a match, but you're like you are. I, I've noticed that you are always like building a person 
whoever gets the win is a person you kind of like implicitly are building mm-hmm. whether it just be like having an oral match or whatever and it's like okay i like it i like it I just like having. I just like sometimes just having a match that doesn't have a storyline behind it. Sometimes you just want to see two people wrestle, and they get to wrestle. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. Uh, next up, we have a video package. Drew McIntyre sitting at a, sitting at the fire, looking at his mantle, staring at the demon's headpiece. He downs a glass of whiskey and walks over to the mantle. He takes the headpiece off and looks at it for a short while before saying. Looks like this hunt isn't over. He throws he throws the headpiece into the fire, sits back down in his chair, pours himself some more whiskey, and watches it burn with a big smile on his face. Wow. 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 So Drew McIntyre throwing away his demon trophy because he didn't quite finish the hunt, clearly, after what we've seen in the past few weeks. Uh, so Drew McIntyre is back on the demon hunt. Okay, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, to go back to the Street Profits thing, in February, end of January, February, uh, Street Profits, One Nation, sort of had a little feud there. When when Mustafa Ali was with that group still, they had a little feud going. Right, they did have a little history. Yeah, so a small little history back in the day. Mm-hmm. I like it. Oh, I like this too. I like, I like, you know, we get a little bit more of the hunter, Drew McIntyre, um, mm-hmm. burning the headdress. Uh, yeah, because it was it was his trophy for defeating the demon, but now the, the demon's back. The demon's back, so the trophy has nothing. So the hunt continues. I like it. The trophy like means nothing. Yeah, got some trophy will mean nothing until the demon is dead. Lucha Underground vibes here, baby. <laughs> Next up, we have match number three, Nikki Cross versus Dana Brooke, with Nikki Cross getting the victory. Just another good straight-up match. Okay. okay. And I feel like we haven't seen Nikki Cross or Dana Brooke in a while, so put them in a match. Just let it build them up a little bit. Put them back in the people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. After this, we have a backstage segment where Asuka is found heading to her car to leave. The interviewer catches up and asks why she attacked Bailey. Asuka says, she has something that belongs to me. I want it back. And Asuka gets in her car and leaves. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Short, short, sweet, and to the point. Interesting route, Asuka. Interesting. Hey, guys. Mikey here. Uh, next up was actually supposed to be a match with Matt Riddle, but due to allegations that have come up recently, uh, I am changing it to a match between Shelton Benjamin and Pete Dunne. And then after that match, which Pete Dunne gets the victory... Uh, he's going to get on a mic and tell the crowd, it's it's my time to shine. I'm going to run over everyone on this brand and be the best fighter SmackDown has ever seen. I've had my eyes on a certain prize for a couple of weeks now, and I plan on taking it sooner rather than later. And then Dunn leaves after his cryptic message. So I'm replacing the Matt Riddle match and segment with a Pete Dunn segment because there's no room for sexual assault or sexual harassment in wrestling it should be a safe space for everybody and if these allegations are true then we will obviously not use matt riddle again and uh he's a shitty person for it um but right now they're just allegations and they should be taken seriously and until we get proof that he didn't do it or he did do it um we're not going to be using matt riddle for a while so yeah back to the show this leads into our main event of One Nation versus the Street Profits, in which in which One Nation pick up the victory after Tazawa distracts the referee, which allows Cruz to hit Angelo Dawkins with the tag belt and get the pinfall. Nice heel, classic heel win there. A little, a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little chicken shitty, but still very good. I like, I like it. I like it a lot. And that's SmackDown. And that's SmackDown. Well, there we go. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I thought solid ending there. I like the sort of, Mac, like I said, the McIntyre bit at the beginning. I'm interested about this Asuka thing. Um, Asuka Bailey continuing. Um, yeah, pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to uh, keep building and start building up some more feuds for uh, uh, Extreme Rules. Yeah, uh, we got what? I think 
five yeah we have five episodes of raw and smackdown before extreme rules so yeah like mm-hmm. you said i'm it's the first episode coming back it's like always kind of weird you know what i mean where it's like because you're, you're just like you know you're building to the next thing we are coming off of an old thing so, yeah it was it's like it, you kind of get stuck a little bit yeah because you're starting you're sometimes you're starting off you're continuing stuff sometimes you're starting brand new things so it's a little tough but i like it i like i like what you did this episode mm-hmm. Okay, right. I mean, well, I'm excited. Well, I got I got my uh, backstage segment written out. Oh yeah, what do you got? What's your new segment now that you had to add one? So first off, I had to move some things around. Uh, I okay. moved uh, the R Truth Detective segment higher up in the card, right below the video oh, package. I you were say, to the main event segment. To the main event, uh, the R Truth. The was it Hard Truths? Um, segment uh, was moved up higher up the card, so it's right before the New Day War Raiders tag match. Okay. Uh, so that then the you know the hole that is left there, right right before the Genetic Goddesses Morgan Ripley match, uh, it's going to be a new segment where it's backstage. John Morrison is running out of the arena. Remember last we saw him, he was running away from Sheamus. From behind, we see mm-hmm. Sheamus running after John Morrison. Our truth. Our truth drives up in between Morrison and Sheamus, stops Sheamus. Uh, Detective Truth arrests, quote unquote, Sheamus, and drives away. <laughs> That's incredible. Truth <laughs> stops. Our truth stops Sheamus from attacking John Morrison, and is like, Sheamus, you're under arrest. And Sheamus just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Sheamus is fighting back, but I like to think that like our truth does something stupid. Like he hits, like he has Seamus. Seamus is fighting it. Our truth like opens the door to the car, but it hits Seamus in the head. So like Seamus is all dazed, and just our truth throws him in. I like that, or I like like our uh, truth is holding Seamus somehow, and Morrison comes back and like kicks him or something. Oh no, Morrison's long gone. We're, we're just seeing in the background. <laughs> Morrison's still running. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, I was like, I was thinking about what do I do here? And I was like, well, last time we saw, I left two dangling chads over here. I got the Morrison running away from Seamus and the R-Truth being like, I I have to go after Seamus. So I was like, well, I know what to do here. I know what my backstage segment is. (laughs) And I got that. Incredible. Uh, Absolutely incredible. It changes some things for next week, but uh, I I think I can adjust. (laughs) I think I can adjust for it. Fair enough. I think it still works. Uh yeah, so there we go. Oh, wait, shit. Okay, I can just I can still do this. I'll just do this. I'll move. It does. It actually shifted two matches down. It <laughs> it, it shifted a match from next week down one week, and the match following that down another week. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there we awesome, go. Awesome. Awesome. It doesn't look yeah, a lot of time. Yeah. There's both of our cards. Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, that's it. Raw and SmackDown, Looking baby. Good. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's our show. Uh, like we said, we you know that's Raw and SmackDown. If you like what you heard, um, you know specifically individually the Raw or SmackDown card, you can head over to at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter, and you can vote in the poll that's pinned at the top of the page. Um, if it's not there, it'll definitely be there uh, a little bit later, if not maybe tomorrow. But it will definitely mm-hmm. be there at some point. In which case, you can vote uh, on the which episode you thought was better. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? And you can vote all of that there at Hit the Books Pod at that pinned tweet. And of course, you know, if you uh, want to stay up to date, because you know you want to vote on those things, you know you want to have the power. Of, basically, the power of the randomizer is now in your hands, listener. So uh, if you want to stay up to date and make sure that you can listen to each and every episode when it comes out so that you can vote in that poll, well, then why don't you go subscribe to this podcast feed? Not only are you going to get Hit the Books podcast every single Friday, but you also will get another show titled Wrestling with Statistics um, with Pro Wrestling Musings on Twitter, all the stats and analytics about the week of professional wrestling. Uh, This upcoming episode, Mikey, in fact, we're going to be talking about uh, the return of New Japan of the New Japan Cup with some high octane matches there. Um, I can say this. Ooh, I can awesome. say this now. I know Craig hasn't seen it yet, but I know for a fact that one of those matches will probably be uh, the Yuji Nagata versus Minoru Suzuki match, which was a, as someone uh, tweeted at us asking that the question. 
uh, are you going to have a bitch slap ratio? Um, which because th- yes, that match. Oh, Jesus, Mikey, 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 Mikey. Great match. Gotta say, great ass match. Nagata and Suzuki, Mikey. These are two fifty-two-year-old men putting on a four and a half star match. Incredible. I'm. I mean, I'm sure. I'm, I. I haven't heard. Honestly, I've I've honestly heard more of Suzuki than the other uh, the other competitor because I am not in on New Japan at all. But I'm I would imagine it was. Oh God! It was just a slap. It was just I. You're watching and you're like, oh my God! <laughs> just slapping each other on the head and neck over and over again. Uh, great, loved it. Um, but yes, so you can get that extra show on there as well. And we're you know we're always thinking about uh, adding more shows. If you have a podcast, if you are you know you run a podcast, or if you just simply have an idea for a podcast. You can always email us, um, what is it, hitthebookspod at gmail.com, I believe. Or at the very least, you can go to htbpod.com, go to the contact page, and email us your idea for a podcast. If you have an idea, we'll happily add you, uh, we'll happily work with you as well to develop yeah. that. Because um, we're always want to add more stuff. Yeah, let us know. We're always we're always open to new new cool ideas. Uh, like I said, follow us on Twitter. You can subscribe to get all that stuff. And if you like what you heard overall, then of course you can leave a review. We would greatly appreciate the review. Uh, if you have some nice comments for us, you know, leave that. We'll read it out on the show for you. Um, so yeah, Mikey, anything else to plug? Our YouTube channel, uh, hit the books podcast, where we have all of our two um, K outcomes, uh, which. We, which we take one of our matches in our card, and we simulate it on WWE, on an AWW2K game, and we get we commentate over it. It's really fun. We love doing them. We hope you like watching them because we, like I said, we love doing them. They're super fun. Commentating is great, um, and you can also find all of our pay per view reviews there and uh, video versions of all of our podcasts. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, we we have all those things there. We definitely appreciate it if you go check it out. Uh, I was at Ryan Nightsey. He was at Mikey M13? One, 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 three, three. Three. God damn it. I forgot another three. So close. So close. Uh, so at close. Mikey. I should I should have had that prepped up. I was trying to get that out real quickly. I was like, hold on. Let me get this. Uh, at Mikey one, M113. One, one, uh, at Mikey M133. Mikey, I got to ask. Why M133? <laughs> Third time's the charm, baby. Said third time's the charm. Why is it why M one three three? Uh because thirteen was taken. <laughs> so in a way I was right. In an alternate universe I was right. Yeah. Oh man. I just add, so I just added another three and hope for the best. Well you can check us out there. Again, you can check the whole show at Hit the Books Pod. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. We will be back next week for all brand new episode of Raw and SmackDown. We'll see you then. Until then, though, we've only got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Count Out Podcast.